awareness of the needs of kids in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements with my wife Patty. Hello. And tonight we are going to see stadium number 22, the Oakland Coliseum. 22, Ron. You know what that means, right? Eight left. Exactly. (laughs) It's amazing. I know, right? Um, Yeah, we're more than uh, two-thirds through. Uh, 20 was Seattle and 21. AT&T Park was Friday. The Brewers beat the Giants. The Brewers took three of four from the Giants this weekend. Uh, they lost Sunday, however, so they were unable to complete the sweep. I'm good with that. <laughs> Although the Cardinals did not do their job in beating the Cubs today. Yeah, uh, so that Sunday. means the Cubs are a game and yeah. a half up now on the Brewers. See, had the Brewers won Sunday and the Cardinals won, the Brewers would be half a game up on the Cubs right now and leading the NL Central. Again, all I care about is whether the Cardinals win, and they didn't. So, <laughs> step it up, Cardinals. Come on. You got this. But uh, I was actually disappointed with AT&T Park. I think my expectations were set so high that when we got there, well, even before we got to the stadium, I was super annoyed by so many things. Well, I it was just one of those days, but I think Carl impacted you a lot. Yeah, that is the name given to this ever-present San Francisco fog in the summer. Right. Apparently, there is someone who opened a social media account, a Twitter account, and I think there's an Instagram as well. Back in 2010. Right. Called Carl the Fog. Carl with a K. Carl with a K. After the giant character in the movie Big Fish, which I love, by the way. Love that movie. I have to say, I think I saw it, but I can't really remember much of it. Oh my god, it. it's such a good movie. It's about a, a, a guy who kind of had a strained relationship with his dad. He never believed all these stories that his dad told him about being in the circus when he was a kid and blah, 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 blah. When I was dad's on his deathbed, and all of a sudden all these people, including the giant Carl, start showing up to pay their respects. And, oh, yeah. And it's called Big Fish because, you know, you tell the story about the big fish, right? And nobody ever believes it. Right. And, oh my God, yeah, such a good movie. It's directed by Tim Burton, so, I mean, it's a little weird. I guess we'll have to hit up a red box or something and see that (laughs) one soon. I love that movie. Uh, But that is the the origin of the name Carl for the um, San Francisco Fog. fog, right? Especially in the summer. July, apparently, uh, it, 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 it always happens. It's cold. And we definitely experienced the Mark Twain quote on Friday. Mark Twain once said, The coldest winter I ever spent was summer in San Francisco. (laughs) Right. And, yeah, it was friggin' cold. Like, we thought we were cool. We had a shirt and a jacket. Well, we should have had a couple of shirts and a coat. (laughs) Oh, well, well, still, I, I, again, I think that maybe was part of what colored your opinion. No, I what colored my opinion was the fact that we couldn't find parking anywhere for under $30. Even the city of San Francisco jacks up the prices for the street meters. 
Yeah, that's crazy. In every other city, it's basically, hey, if you find street parking, good on you. Way to go. Congratulations. No, in San Francisco, the prices go up from $2 an hour to 7 bucks an hour during game day, which is stupid. It's ridiculous. It is you, ridiculous. It, it, that's it, is get literally, it is literally extortion. That's going to... That's going to get some low RV scores for sure. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And and then you get to the stadium. Well, first of all, getting to the stadium was a pain. We parked at Fisherman's Wharf for 30 bucks. It's three miles from the stadium. We're like, oh, we'll take the tram. The F-line goes right there. Well, we waited, and we waited, and we waited, and we waited. And the darn tram never showed up. So we walked it. Yeah, but you know what? I kind of like those experiences where you walk... You know, not when you have to. I guess that's you know cut, makes it worse. But I like those experiences. We did stop at a little place along the way and and have Pier a drink. Pier Twenty Three Cafe. Right. We had a drink. There was a cool view of the bay. But anyway, you know, we got there, and I think it's a pretty cool stadium once you get in there. Well, yeah, the stadium is neat. Everything is extremely overpriced, though. Um, I mean, I will go back to the fact that. Some teams, like the Yankees, Mets, Nationals, and Giants, should be ashamed of what they pay, or what, what they charge people to pay for concessions. It is absolutely ridiculous. You try to go there with a family, and you are going to be broke unless you take out a loan. Um, it's, it's stupid. $15 for a, a, a beer? $10 for a hot dog? I mean, stuff like that is absolutely asinine. And I, I am I am really fired up about that. That absolutely Clearly. colored and tainted my image of AT&T Park. I wanted to love it. I thought I would love it. Instead, before we even get to the stadium, because of the public transportation, how unreliable that was, how difficult and expensive it was to find parking, and then when we get there to see the concession prices, I was completely annoyed and upset even before we actually got to our seats. Right. But you did get to see your Brewers win. I did. Yes. Which was cool. Uh, now, the stadium itself is really nice. Uh, you have a nice view, when it's not foggy, uh, of the bay. Uh, we went up to the upper level, the view level, as they call it, and uh, at, at night and saw a nice kind of a view of the Bay Bridge. Yeah, they light it up. It's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, had a better view of that when we were leaving, though, um, when we actually got into our car. It's kind of neat, the uh, the lights on that, kind of like cascade down. Well, yeah, and the, they have, like, it looks like there's clouds going across it. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is the cool Coke bottle slide. Yeah, I totally wanted to go down that slide. So <laughs> up until Friday, I never knew that that giant Coke bottle out in the left field wall, beyond the left field wall at AT&T Park, I never knew that it had, like, four slides in it for kids. That's awesome. And then even at the bottom of the slides is like a little wiffle ball court for kids. And the outfield wall of that wiffle ball court is an aquarium. So like all that area was like super cool with, with the mitt there. And then right next to that wiffle ball court is a Ghirardelli ice cream concession stand. Yes, there are multiple Ghirardelli ice cream stands. You can get hot chocolate. You can get a sundae. And you need hot chocolate there in July. Definitely. <laughs> It's funny to walk down the street and see people in July in their coats and things. But oh, yeah. anyway. Um, but, yeah. And then you can look out and you do see the bay. You do see boats, sailboats, etc. out in the bay sitting there. It's pretty cool. But, again, though, when we were there, it was foggy. Like, really foggy. 
so we didn't have a great view of the bay earlier in the day however we did uh, drive over the Golden Gate Bridge which of course the top of that was covered in fog but that was it was kind of neat though to see that I think the fog adds a certain mystique and then we drove down Lombard Street which I cannot believe you had never heard of prior to Friday it's still true that I had never heard of it okay <laughs> get over it I had never heard of the street but it is this windy street. It's really cool. You take it, and especially when you're in a smaller car, it's kind of fun. You wind back and forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did not drive the RV down <laughs> We couldn't have even made one turn oh, heck no. in the RV. But, yes, that was pretty cool to drive down that. You wait in line to drive down it. Oh, yeah. But, so, you know, obviously other people have heard of it. Mm -hmm. but, <laughs> Just but, not you. Yeah, right. But you're like the cool. only person anywhere whatever <laughs> i thought it was i did think it was cool i'm sure i've seen it in a movie somewhere where they've gone down there really fast in a chase scene i don't know we'll have to look that up but it was cool lombard street then we went to fisherman's wharf had a very so it took a heck of a lot longer to get over the golden gate bridge and then even get to lombard street so by the time we actually had our quote-unquote lunch it was like four o'clock <laughs> right yeah we had a bit of a late lunch but that's okay it was good sourdough the home of sourdough yeah, boudin b-o-u-d-i-n which so wouldn't it, think it should would be, be pronounced boudin. that way right if it was pr pronounced the french way right. but it is pronounced the american way boudin man <laughs> i it's boudin, boudin and i was like not jethro right, right? <laughs> but anyway uh, it was yummy. We had a really yummy lunch there, and we could see Great the Alcatraz. Alcatraz yeah. yeah, that was very cool. And then, because the F-Line uh, public transportation was extremely unreliable, we ended up walking. We had to walk back, too. We took the uh, the tram from AT&T Park to the Embarcadero Station, and then we were supposed to get on the F-Line. But again, we waited and we waited. Yeah, and we, we were waited standing we there waited. with multiple other oh, people. Oh, yeah, there were a lot of people who were waiting on that train. Right. I have no idea what those other people ended up doing. Nope. But regardless, hey, we made guys, it. We, we gave them all cards, though. So, guys, uh, Joe and uh, what was the guy wearing the Padres hat? Anyway, there were like six people. Guys, if you're listening, let us know what happened to you because, you know, we really don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, we, we ended up walking again back to Fisherman's Wharf. And then, yeah, we were, what, about 200 yards away after walking for about 20 minutes, we were about 200 yards away from where the car was parked, and there we saw the F-Line. So yep. we probably would have stood there waiting for half an hour right? for that dang thing to show up. But anyway, we also did see the Coit Tower up on the hill. Saw it. We didn't go anywhere near it. Yeah, I would like to still experience that potentially, but... Regardless, that's up there, and it's on Telegraph Hill. Telegraph Hill, and up there, there's apparently um, the woman who donated money um, and wanted something special for the city was a big proponent of firefighters, and so there's also a tribute to the firefighters up on telegraph hill so i i would love to go see that hopefully we'll make Especially it out there because your nephew is a fire chief back in illinois exactly um and one of the gentlemen we spoke to who works John. at at&t park yes he even gave me a pin mm -hmm. uh, from the fire station he was with i think it was number five a retired fire firefighter in san francisco he was very proud 
talked about how much fun he had with the guys he worked with and everything. So he actually worked in the area right next to that Ghirardelli chocolate streetcar that is beyond center field where you can just sit in there and, and hang out and watch the baseball game. That yeah, was there, kind of a neat thing. There are a lot of neat features. There, there really are. There really are. Uh, the Garden Cafe there um, uh, at field level, you kind of see how there are like slits in the uh, wall where you can see the game, basically. Uh, I had a pretty good view of Keon Broxton, the Brewer center fielder, from, from right there. But then there's also an area, kind of like what we experienced in, in Cleveland, where they had that bullpen view area, you know, kind of watching first the game. First come, first yeah, serve. Yeah, first come, first serve. Right. They kind of rotate fans through every inning. Well, there it's in right field, and you can watch three innings. And again, though, first come, first serve, uh, fan viewing area. Uh, they rotate every, the fans through every three innings. Right, and so we didn't make it over there because we no, were we chatting with multiple yeah. people as we went around. But yeah. but at the garden, um, you didn't really mention what the garden is, and I want to talk about that because it was really cool Go in ahead. my mind. So that is center field, and it is literally a garden with various sustainable plants that they use in the food concession stands that they have right down there. So they actually utilize the food they're growing. Right there. There are like three concession stands right in that area, to the left, to the right, to the center, and then a uh, bar in the middle, uh, a full bar right in the middle. So, yeah, I mean, man, uh, you can't necessarily see the game unless you look through those little slits in the wall. Right, they have screens, but, but you can't see the live game. Right, yeah, there are multiple TV screens. There are like three TV screens there, but um, no, but that's uh, that's a really neat area. It's it's kind of cool, kind of like like what I thought of when I saw that they were selling food grown right there at the stadium. I thought of the normal corn belters in normal Illinois in the Frontier League, where they they sell sweet corn grown right there at the stadium. Right. Yeah, I, again, I think that's really cool, and there were a lot of good healthy options there. There were a lot of good food options at the stadium as well. Yeah, AT&T Park has a huge selection and variety of, of food and beverages. The problem is it's just going to cost you an arm and a leg to eat there or, or drink there. It's, 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 it's really, really expensive, and, and that's one thing that, like, I don't know, it just really, really annoys me because you, you see other stadiums where the concession prices are literally... I mean, I'm talking about major league stadiums that we have already been to where the concession prices are literally half the price of what they have at AT&T Park. Well, and the cost of living in general in the San Francisco area is just high. Yeah. And we talked to some folks when we went to Napa as well who talked about that. It's an hour, an hour and a half for them to get there, to park, to go to a game, and then it is expensive mm -hmm. once you get in there. One guy said to me at the stadium while we were standing, standing in line at a concession area, and I mentioned the price. And he's like, man, welcome to San Francisco. I've never made so much more money and felt more broke at the same time. <laughs> I guess that's the way it is in California. Yeah. And, you know, that's a, that, that's the thing. Like with gas prices, gas, the cheapest gas you're going to find out here is $3.20 in the San Francisco area. And I even made that comment when we were filling up the RV, which, you know, 70-gallon tank, it's not cheap to fill up the RV. And I mentioned that. You know, it's like, 
gas cannot be that much more expensive to actually produce and and obtain in California. They jack up the prices because they can, and I think that that that's an issue. That that's something where for whatever reason, way back when somebody decided to arbitrarily make California more expensive to live. Even you even see that with the uh, Napa Valley wineries we went to on Sunday. 20 years ago, there were free tastings. They were $10 tastings. Now, you can't do a wine tasting for under $30 and it's because it's just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People will pay it. We might as well charge." And it's this whole greedy mindset of people that just Oh man, it it really, really irks me, because it's unnecessary. Yeah, and but the, we've done some ex, some exploring and seen some very interesting things while we've been here. But in, you know, you think about families, especially like foster families who don't have that money to to do things, and and you know, again, teams should be ashamed of what they're charging people to to try to take their kids to a game or to experience new things because man it costs an arm and a leg and we heard from christine slutty sometimes they will use a respite for their foster kids because and they'll take their bio kids to a vacation because they can't afford to take their foster kids and stuff like that man it just it really as peter griffin on family guy might say it really grinds my gears (laughs) uh obviously it's oh it's completely unnecessary and it's greed and I hate it. I'm all about capitalism, but God, you don't have to be greedy. And stuff like that is greed. Plain and simple. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> so we went... We got $9, $9 Angels tickets for Pete's sake. Right. We'll find out how their prices are. I'm sure they'll be the concessions. different as well. But so we also, on Saturday, I did a little exploring of some parks. There's some really nice parks in the Santa Clara, yeah, San Jose I was area. Down there. Ron com, uh, credentialed to cover the San Francisco 49ers training camp. Got a couple of stories up there on Matt McGlin- excuse me, Mike McGlinchey and Joe Staley, and then uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, the Niners quarterback. So those stories are up there. But yeah, while I was uh, out at Niners training camp, it's nice to get back into the NFL swing a, l- a little bit while on our baseball trip. You explored the Santa Clara area a little bit. I did, and I got to go to a couple of different parks. We had Holmes with us, so I took him trotting around a couple of parks, and it was nice. There were multiple. I had multiple options for taking him, and it was nice. I even found some grass, which was nice to see, (laughs) and uh, we hung out at a park. There were kids who were playing soccer there were some families out there and he and i just hung out it was close to like right behind levi's stadium and it was just kind of a nice little area back there to hang out while i was waiting for you and then when i was done we actually went to uh experience a little bit of oakland um found a a neat little beer garden that had food and stuff and, and hung out there uh I finished up my Mike McGlinchey story there, and uh, you were doing some other work because uh, they had Wi-Fi, which was nice. But Oakland, though, God, it's kind of a depressing place to roam around. It's just dirty and graffiti everywhere. and The area we were in, anyway, we'll find out some more maybe when we go to the game there. Yeah, today, tonight. 
the A's and Blue Jays. And But we'll fill you in on uh, Oakland and Thursday's episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. And we will actually have been to Dodger Stadium at that point, too. We're going Wednesday night to see my Brewers again against the Dodgers on Wednesday at Dodger Stadium. And then we'll be getting ready to uh, see the Angels with those $9 tickets on the following Monday. But until then, have a great weekend. And don't be greedy. Be nice. Be generous. And have a great week. And we will speak with you Thursday morning on the Home Run of Wheels podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.